Hello and welcome to oh. <laughs> the Trail. Sorry, you caught me, Mitch. Why are you on your phone? I've just been dabbing. What are you? You've been dabbing. I've just been dabbing. Good on you. I so, I love a dab. I love a good dab. dab. We both dab. If you don't know what a dabber is, get on board. Email yeah. in. Um, can I also do say? Do you dab? I do actually. Yeah. No, no, oh, sorry. I'm asking the listeners. I know you Plural. Uh, talking about uh, wiping can your penis I, after <laughs> <that urinate laughs> Can I honestly say this? Welcome to It Worked With The Apple. No, we uh, yeah, well, it could have been. But, you know, I tried one of them last week and you y- you were like... It. No, you, you didn't poop it. You just looked at me and Blankly. I could tell with fear in your eyes. You're <laughs> like, I don't understand. What you, you know. I think it's very odd that I come across a quote that I don't know about this show. Yeah, I can't believe. I cannot believe. <laughs> I, I've sent you "How Big Are the Wheels" before, which is what I the quote that I did last week, and you were like, you laughed at it. But now you. There's not many quotes I come by that I don't know. Uh, if you are listening to this, hello. This is the D Charles <laughs> podcast, and this is a podcast de- dedicated to the shows of XFM with Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, and Carl Pilkington. Yeah, the Ricky Gervais show. The Ricky Gervais show, and it was broadcast between. 2002-2005 You know your dates, Gary In fact, I will say this It's broadcast between 2001 and 2005 However, we decided The whole fabric of the show Is kind of the more, texture. more formed Into a Into a solid Piece in a series solid piece two. of absolute a solid piece of shite. <laughs> no, that's this show, <laughs> Gary. Um, before we get on with uh, the order of proceedings, could I just say? Go well, on. You may say. I, and this is a. I give. I grant you access to the <laughs> to the tunnel of loves, audio. He loves it. Um, I actually heard, and this is a thing to go to the listeners. Have you have you experienced this? I for the first time in many years, I actually heard it was on a compilation thing that I was listening to, Life on Mars, and it was that thing happened. Genuinely, there was a real big part of my brain that was like when it it was Mars. I expected ba ba ba, and I just I genuinely expected it. Like, it wasn't a joke. Like in my brain, it, have you experienced with Carl's songs of phrase? Is there a song you hear and you expect and you just, it to come back? Yeah. <laughs> my neighbour. <laughs> my neighbour had, had horse in. That's my favourite thing you email. We email quotes randomly. My favourite quote that Mars ever ever sends me, sends me a, a few times a year, is, <laughs> is a year. in Lisa Stansfield in all the... Right, pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> That's my I favourite. Always, I often think of that because I go, out of all the songs within in the title, and there must be a plethora yeah. of those, you, you choose the one with... Obviously, obviously you choose it is a shit song. I've listened <laughs> I to it. I, it. I sent it to you. <laughs> I, was like, I was surprised at how bad it was. Lisa Stansfield, though. Lisa Stansfield. Um, yeah. I want to talk to our fans now. XFM in the community. <laughs> the fans. The fans. I thought we did that at the end. Uh, we do do it. I like to do it. I like to shake I, I've got something from one of our fans that is quite insulting to me, but gone. So we'll get onto your dad's quote it's soon. It's not my dad's. All right. Um, so this is from Yosef. This is at Hobags85. This is on one of the YouTube threads. I'll get onto our Twitter one. He's probably soon. a rapper or something. Hobags. Yeah, probably Hobag. Yeah. I, I often think, like, all of... the good rap names are taken, aren't they? You can't be anything now. No. I'd be called the cleric. 
I don't, don't think know. it's, it's not, not gonna ca- it's not gonna it's catch not. on, mate. It's not gonna. XFM is up there with the offers for the best thing Merchant and Gervais did. One of my absolute favourite exchanges is Fangs, but no Fangs. I still have ludicrous conversations with a mate that, are based on the approach that Merchant takes here, to chatting with someone, i.e., trying to get them to admit something stupid. Mm. That's a good example of where. Because actually, where where they ad lib, it's not always that good. Like they do a bit of the war, and it's not it's not always as funny as you think it'll be. Where they where they go into two characters, and they yeah, usually yeah, do yeah, at yeah. the beginning of each show, or where they actually have planned it a bit. It's not that good. But fangs, but no fangs is a good example. Another of where good they do example well. is when they go. I tell you, it would be funny. I don't want to be funny. <laughs> I want to stroke fear into well, the hearts of us. That's where he's robbers. <laughs> he's yeah, like, I've three of them. I've got three of them. It could be a laugh. We'll have a laugh. Don't want to have a laugh. I don't want to, we'll forget there's Rob Banks. There's Rob Barclays. Why are you, making, are you jokes? making jokes? <laughs> well, but this is other shows. We will get to these shows. But yeah, yeah we, we will. We're not so, on them a flavour of something to, fun to come, but there might be fun to come on this individual podcast. This is from Steve-O at Elite FPL Steve-O. Myself and a friend are huge fans of XFM shows. Gonna give your pods a listen tomorrow. That's always the thing, isn't it? That's like the insult thing. Like, oh, I'll listen. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll listen tomorrow. I've got it saved so, on my phone. Tomorrow never comes, mate. What's it called again? It's still like even today. It'd say, I'll listen to it tomorrow. Is it? Oh, and is. I never do, and I never do. I've got some stuff. This is um from I've, I've got some Philip stuff. JS ninety. Gary, stop hitting the table when you are making points, you see. Yeah, I, I was just going to read that out. <laughs> Look. Oh, yeah. Literally, I was going, yeah. And, it, and it, it's FLJS90. He's a very big listener. That's of a show. funny word, isn't it? Yeah. I just say the letters out. I just the say word the letters doesn't make the word sense. doesn't make sense. Gary, stop hitting the table when you are making points. Which is, I've always said this. I'm, yeah, you have. I've uh, always said that. Are you sure that's not this isn't you? No, that genuinely you, isn't me. That's not you. But it's nice to see that people in the uh, public sphere are taking account of your passioned talk. Yeah, do you know a, actually something that you, co- you do a lot? You know when you... Are you, you going to insult me now? No, no. You, you've often said that when you're passionate, you like to touch people and make a I point. I touch people who not I know can take it. Yeah. Usually men. <laughs> who I know can <laughs> take it. I don't... I don't, but don't I've, sound like... No, you know, I know. But I often do that now. <laughs> I often say that. Like, I often do that. I don't do that. But um, another thing he says, because last week I said... Uh, I talked about Ricky now and yeah. how Ricky is completely different to how he used to be. And yeah, that's we don't true like enough. Him. And FLJS, if that is his real name. I wonder if they're his initials. Dave Suckling. Dave Suckling. We all feel the same about Hollywood Ricky. Fame is a mask that eats into his face. Now, I agree with that. I, I, I don't agree with all of it because partly he was famous then and actually fame didn't eat into his his into his face then Jeez. he was actually Jeez dealt with face. it very very well at the beginning and the other thing is he says we all feel the same about I, I you know we do and FLJS does and that is do, that's three of us yeah but there is a large there's a Facebook group that we're both members of I don't I block it most of the time it is I'm not a member of my Facebook because I'm part lo- of the liberal elite they, they love that. him and uh they don't feel the same. So there are many people who don't feel that. But well, actually, I think I'm glad you do, FLJS. For whatever, for whatever reason, I don't know, people 90, have really probably... taken a shine to Afterlife and they really enjoy like the subject matter and its kind of poignancy. I, I've never seen it that way. I think it's a very cynical look at... Um, Life and I, I don't like it at all. I'm not that and it's much. Cheap. Of, I find it's, it cheap. It's not, it's not afterlife. It's more his attitude in general. But, I um, find um, FLJS. Do you think he's born in 1990? I reckon he is. So that would make him 30. Like my you. age. 
Yeah, 29. Steve's best laugh is when Ricky describes Carla as something of quiet dignity. Yeah, I don't even... I, do, I read that, I don't even He's know He's talking that. about a man of quiet dignity. And then he goes, huh! This is when he insults the woman who uh, Steve... Uh, who's got a crush on Steve. The quiet dignity. Yeah, I, to me, that's not... I, I would never describe that no, as my it's, favourite No, it's good because he mean, goes... Come on, FL Jazz. What's your second favourite laugh? <laughs> that's your favourite laugh. What's your second favourite laugh? Email in. A little from column A, a little from column B is good in normal conversation. To be fair, that is a phrase that most... That's a common phrase anyway. You, you, it's you good, want, though. It's good. It's good. But what phrase, FL Jazz, do you use in common parlance that is not a common phrase that is taken from the show? We're talking to a, a, up to 30 listeners, so let's, yeah, let's We're only talking to one out. now, so yeah, go This on. is from Dixie at Dixie. FL Jazz, do you want to come round? to my flat for, for dinner we don't that's an open invite <laughs> best monkey news ever oh my god didn't didn't quite see this like this you oh god you little bald man get up there with she had a problem with Amaro there was something massive that came out your nose and Christ yeah. debug uh, well, hang on what's he describing his favourite Ricky laugh yeah no, he's talking about just best favourite moments. Oh, the yeah, show. they're brilliant. Very good. Who, who's that? What's the, the Dixie. We'll call him Dixie for short. Dixie. Dixie's dinner, like the Oasis. Yeah, song. the good song. Is he from Liverpool, Dixie? Can you. It's this SYRFC. Why didn't people just say their names and Twitter handles? I don't know. I don't know. Tweet us at trout underscore D if you do want to get in touch with any feedback at all. And Gary will read it out on air off his phone. No, no. Mars will send me the ones that insult me because he likes doing that. I don't like doing that. And then I'll read it out. I I extract no pleasure from that. Uh, This is from... Can I just say, you You extract so much pleasure from that. And I know Schadenfreude is the word you're looking for. Exactly. (laughs) FLJS. How do you like that? Nick T at... 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 Tank Nat. What? FLJS is like the... Dickie Anders, isn't oh, it? Oh, we can only Sorry, hope to have a Dickie Anders yeah. one day. Well, I, won't, I don't want to. I just want to tease. We're not going to talk about this on this show, but we might be getting the real Dickie Anders on this show. So that is a. It's just a tease at this stage. Yeah, a tease. This is um, from Nick T at at Gaknat, ringing up to get one of those armbands to see Bowie on Monday. Can you help me out? Brilliant. brilliant I don't know when comment. you'd say that for us. And um, this is from Breachy Rocket, who says, "Right, you're talking shit. Explain yourself. This is something people say oh, in the normal parlance." Didn't. Right, yeah. So clearly, we are upwards of 1,000 downloads now. Yeah, downloads went down this week, though. So is it? Who's, so who's counting? Is it, well, we are. <laughs> well, you were counting profusely, actually. Gary, what have we got to come in well, the show? Well, we are describing episode 10, uh, and you will, uh, I'm sure, because I know you well, you will in a minute say the exact date and the exact time of day, meridian, that it took place. Gary, Greenwich, you read Greenwich my mind. Mean, Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> But it's episode 10, and I can tell you. I can't tell you the exact time, but Mars is about to. Here we go. So this is taken from 26th of October, 2002. Steve wants tickets for Bruce Springsteen, and Carl explains how to escape from anacondas. A good episode, I feel. A very good episode. What are your thoughts, Gary Forrestal? For me? Aside from me drinking a... Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. A mm. uh, uh, sherbet dip. Um, for me... <laughs> This, I think, I'm going to be honest, and with this, we did the show to be honest about the shows. Um, I think this is a good episode, but I don't. I think that it's 
it's not anywhere near as good as last week and it's no. actually one of the weaker shows in what I call the golden period which is about four shows back to the end of series three it's like this the is Simpsons one of, this, this is, is season what this is nine of, well yeah this is it's sort of this but it's not because it goes it gets back to very good next week after last week and actually I worked this out and you'll be pre- this is my prep this is my prep for the the first wow, 19 first. the first 19 words and the introduction song are exactly the same this week as last week is exactly that true? the same yeah. how did you work that out I, well I counted well, I'm not Pathetic. that I'm not that stupid I, um, but I think it does have the best caught by the river I'm Ricky Gervais um, with me Steve Merchant oh, I'm Ricky Gervais X7 4.9 I'm Ricky Gervais with me Steve Merchant those words are exactly the same and the you don't get but, that on other pods but last week is kind of has the the tension of Ricky being drunk this week he's saying it and he's sober and actually the show it has some great moments and some great quotes but the it's best there educating are, Ricky for, though for, me, for my money yeah it's good for me there's there's longer parts of this show and I'm not you know well I am Chris I'm, there's long parts of the show that aren't as interesting as other shows yeah that's true I think that's fair enough to me can so that's I, my thoughts. We'll get on to uh, some of our sort of favourite quotes very shortly, um, I'm sure, but I just want to talk uh, around the subject. Someone posted something very interesting on the Reddit thread, and it kind of is applicable to this and all of the episodes, actually. Why didn't you marry him? Why didn't you marry, marry the Reddit thread, then? The Reddit <laughs> thread? <laughs> Why did you do a podcast with him, then? Gary, I even, I even emailed I even emailed the B-side of each <laughs> Reddit thread. <laughs> <laughs> is Carl funny without Ricky there laughing? Um, who's, who posted that? This was just on the thread, though, so I don't know who, who posted, posted it. I don't, ah, I don't, I don't have names and addresses. That is a brilliant... That's the sort of comment that I love, because... That's why I wrote it down, mate. In my laptop, I don't, on, my, on my MacBook Air, 13-inch. Because you know when um, <laughs> they, he says... Um, Oh, I was doing a bull show. Like, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, so you're yeah. joking about that. And I was thinking, right... I don't think if I I don't think it would have been that funny, and it's not because. Explain yourself. I just think that Carl, so much of Carl's idiocy humour comes from making Ricky laugh, and I would I would give Carl credit rather than just saying he's only funny because Ricky's laughing. I would say he's only funny, or he's only funny because he is clever enough to make Ricky laugh, and I've got a, yeah. the best example of that actually uh, for me that Carl has ever done. We'll come up to that in our favourite quotes. But I think that um, Ricky is very important to Carl's funniness. However, Carl independently is funny of Ricky. But so much of the humour of the show comes not just from... And it's not just like, oh, Carl's only funny because Ricky happens to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's funny because how he makes Ricky laugh and he, how cleverly he well, has so, to I think it, it kind of feeds laugh. into this kind of... Um, the notion of the, the laughter track which is, you know, prevalent in it's so really many shows. It's like, isn't it? Yeah, because, like, well, uh, to give you one example, The Far Show, I'm a big fan of The Far Show, and there's a laughter track on that, and it's often a signifier to tell you when there's a joke, you know, like, this is a joke, this is funny, Ricky is many, is a sub- he's like um, a substitute for you as a listener, because you're meant to know uh, what's funny as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, a, a few years ago, like, I think it was Foster's or something, they, they brought back the far show of all the characters but without the laughter track and it was funny how different the show was like it wasn't like laugh out loud funny where there are so many laugh out loud funny moments in far show and i love that show 
but it was and it, it made like I had a pang of despair because I was just like oh this is this is kind of disappointing because it's not it's still funny and I know it's funny it's just like but that's the thing it's always always because there's another show and I can't think of what it is where they always had a laugh track and then they did one episode without a laugh track ah actually it's this I know they joke about Only Fools and Horses not being very good but actually it is good it is good but they did an episode of Only Fools and Horses where he goes to uh, Holland without a laugh track yeah because it would have been shot live no but but they could have easily they could have they probably could have yeah easily put but they just chose not to but that was now, a studio sitcom wasn't yeah, it yeah but now was it yeah it was of course it was but now I would say that it's what you're used to because like and I often think of this because like, the classic example I think is of, Mrs. Brown's best, Boys no, how the great be, it the be, is the best one of the best sitcoms we both agree is The Royal Family yeah now when Caroline Hearn pitched that and Craig Cash they said the, the producers said we, this needs a laugh track and Caroline Hearn was so insistent she said if you want a laugh track I'm not doing it we'll do it on another channel we'll do it whatever we won't do it really but, oh, I'm not doing it didn't a laugh that. track I am not to, and it works so well now hang on if, I'm not saying anything if but hang on anyway <laughs> hang on to my thoughts if the royal family had the laugh track from the beginning and you heard an episode without a laugh track you think oh is that that funny now because we're used to it without a laugh track of course it's so much better we can objectively say it's much better without a laugh track but if we'd always heard it with a laugh track it wouldn't have necessarily been as funny I could just about hear you over the pain that was flying overhead. Oh. One of the many beauties and what, what unpredictabilities more, of shooting in a pub. What was more interesting? The, la- the me or the I plane? was distracted, I'll be honest with the phone. <laughs> <Yeah, well, laughs> but the off- but Carl, I listened to a show with... Um, Can you Carl- imagine The Office with the lab? No, it wouldn't work. I mean, it just... Work. But I was listening to Carl Pilkington, who's done... I found this show that I'd never listened to before, but it was something that he did for Q Radio, where he literally just put his iPhone on, like, shuffle and played random songs. And and he's got very interesting music taste, actually. Like, um, listens to... Uh, like, lots of classical music was in there. The theme from uh, Midnight Cowboy was in there. Um... Oh, I can't remember now. Like, but there was so much interest in me. But that was just him, literally, just unloading his brain, just riffing. On yeah, his. just riffing us. But he was still funny. Like, and I did, even with all of that background understanding of Carl, I still found it funny because he was an, a likable, charismatic. Yeah, and presenter. I, I will say, for my part, I've seen Carl interviewed, and even on things like um, this morning, you know, with yeah, he's great, with Philip, and uh, but. Um. I, oh, no, don't don't do that. Look at that. But um, <laughs> but I've seen him interviewed with people, um, and he is a genuinely funny guy. However, whoever wrote that comment, great comment. I yeah. really that's that's per, that's the sort of comment quality we want. Not FLJ saying I'm a cunt, but, <laughs> but no, we'll edit that out. No, we'll edit that out. No, you can Come on, come on. Don't edit that. Okay, not want, FLJ saying I'm a. I want I want this to be a family friendly show. That toddlers and adults keep that word alike. In. I will always not... keep it in Gary. I do not censor on this show, as you know. Well, you do when we talk about stuff like we can't say. Do you remember it? when we mentioned? Don't worry no, about it. it, Gary. As if I'm gonna say. It. I've got a little quiz. Come on, Ma- Mars, haven't we? No, oh, it's we fine. Haven't. Oh no, we have. No, no, but we have said actually what show we're doing. I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because I, I was thinking, I was waiting for you to do your bit where it's this June 2002. Well, I did do that bit. I know you did. You oh, no, I Gary, I want to play another game of Strike It Ricky with you. Now, um, 
on the show, the show's kind of known for its like terrible DVDs that it gives out as prizes. And I've taken, I've, I've stigmata. Yes, uh, it's in there. And uh, I've basically uh, got all of them together, and I found the Rotten Tomato score for all of them. Okay. And I want you, in in order of from lowest to highest. Could I just say? This is the dedication that Miles is willing Thank to put so in much. that I am not. Yeah, and you'll really you know, enjoy this yeah, quiz. Yeah, I will, yeah. And, um, I'm better, I'm more of a, a reactionary You are a reactionary. I've often said that, but... I am a good, yeah. Um, so, Gary, I'm going to name all these items, and you've got to tell me I actually enjoy, I, I think this is a good feature. It I'm is actually quite good. Yeah, Thank you very much. I haven't, we haven't done it yet, but it might, it might turn out shite, <laughs> but... Uh, so here's a list of one, two, three, four. So there's there's seven. Oh I'm, God, I thought there'd be like four. <laughs> I'll, on, okay. I do. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take go, out one. Go through quickly. Take out okay, one. Take out one. I've yeah. tried to be fair here, you know. Um, okay, here we go. What do I win, by the way? Actually, Joe, I'll take out another one. There's just five. There's <laughs> just five now. Okay. Okay, so... Well, that's quick editing. That's <laughs> editing on the job. You're, you're hearing this so editing. I'm so good at going on. Executive decision. Executive... No, you've got to say executive, executive decision. decision. The Pelican Brief. No, no, no. You start with one, don't you? And I go higher or lower. No, no, you've got... I'm going to list them all out and you put them in order. Oh, but that's From hard. highest to lowest. Okay. Alright. So, executive decision, the Pelican Brief, Ladder 49, Hellraiser, and Stigmata by Gabriel Gurr. That's four. No, that's five. Is it five? Okay. Let's try lowest. At the top. Oh, okay. Um, Probably Stigmata. No, let's do highest actually first. Shambles. It is a shat. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Um, At top. The Pelican Brief. Incorrect. Well, we can't keep going until I'm correct. And, okay, so you, you know. do them all for, first. Yeah, the Pelican Brief, Ladder 49. What are the others? Hellraiser, Executive Decision, Stigmata. You, oh, could I just get a little bit of feedback? You should have done this a higher or lower. That would have been really good. That, no, no, it's fine. You, you've put a lot of work into this. I don't want to slag it off. No, no, it's a really good idea. But I'm just saying you should have done it higher or lower. That Thanks for been... that feedback. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll do that next Maybe week. Maybe FLJS would call me a cunt again and say I shouldn't have done it. Said it. Um, a ladder 49. Sorry, uh, the Pelican Brief at top. That's, I know it's wrong, but I'm putting it there anyway. Um, ladder 49. Okay. Uh, the, uh, Stigmata. What are the others? For fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, executive Pelican That's why you should Hellraiser. Hellraiser, and then executive decision. Executive decision. So God. In, in that order. <laughs> okay. Dead. You are so demonstrably wrong, Gary. Am I demonstrably wrong or just wrong? You are demonstrably wrong. So often wrong. in life, I'm actually demonstrably wrong. Where <laughs> people can prove, people can prove how wrong I am, and this is one of the examples. <laughs> at top, it's Hellraiser. At a cracking at the highest at seventy percent. Second is Executive Decision with Gabriel Byrne. That's 64%. We should get Gabriel Byrne on the show, I definitely. We, I posted something about that on um, the uh, Twitter feed. Well, we should get Gabriel Byrne And there Byrne was Gabriel the Byrne's fan page came back and gave several reasons why it's the greatest film ever made. Hellraiser, Executive Decision at 64%. The Pelican Brief is at 53%. Ladder 49 at 41%. 
Astigmata at 22%. And Land of 49 contains uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And I know I know Gary's a massive film fan. If for fans of the show, they will know Gary's only ever seen one film of all time, and it's The King's Speech. No, I've seen two films. I've seen The King's Speech and uh, what's that one with um, Robin Williams? Mrs. That Doubtfire could be anything. No, I assume. Uh, no, the Birdcage. Oh it. well, the Birdcage is one of the finest films ever made. Could I just, I just say, say I've actually seen probably in in all in all seriousness, I've probably seen about seventy films in my life. So, That's not. But bad. however, the last one was The King's Speech, it, and it was The King's. I've been sent the Joker by my mum. I can't wait for you to watch it. Maybe gonna, we'll do a we, film review next week. Maybe we won't as well. <laughs> I hope you like it though, because it is a it is an amazing yeah, film. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good, and I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Next, mum. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I just sleep love... with women. I just... <laughs> for fans of the show, they will also know Gary's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I guess she lives there. <laughs> so tell me about the show, Gary. What what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Uh, that's quite an open question. And I, I meant I it think to be. There open. Were, there were long chats. To be honest, I'm not. I know this will probably split audiences. Um, Anaconda chat. I don't think is that interesting. To be honest, the whole of it. I, I don't. I'm not that interested. Yeah. Um, the boxing chat. I'm, I'm not, not that, that interested, interested either. I'm no. not that. It's not because I'm not interested in boxing. I'm not particularly. I know you're not totally, but I'm not that interested in boxing. But I'm quite interested in boxing. But I'm not in, interested in the boxing chat. Um, although I've just written. I'll, I'll go. One of my favourite quotes. I say I'm not interested in the anaconda chat, but I just love constrictors. <laughs> just like constrictors. The way he says it. Um, um, the, to be honest, the the most and and I like and also like no, it's not psychological training. It's a warning. I think that's a good quote. It's a funny quote. Yeah, that's see. very good. Um, I like. I mean, uh, uh, educating Rick is good this week. I think educating Rick is good, but I, I'm not a massive fan of um, the show in general. To be honest, I, there's some good quotes which I'll come to. What are your highlights? Not quotes. Favorite quotes. Uh, but highlights I, of the I show. like the Anaconda chat more than you, but I. And I don't really like the boxing thing because I don't know. It's just topical. It's kind of bland. It doesn't really go anywhere. Certainly not topical. If it, no, but it was. It was topical. topical. Yeah, but it was topical then. Well, it's to- yeah, it's topical that he was doing the boxing fight, but it's not topical as in like. Did you ever watch that clip? Of yeah, him yeah, fighting yeah, Grand Bovey. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say that I'm a big. I'm actually a big boxing fan on film. I love boxing. Did you? On are film. you interested in like? Because there's a huge boxing fight recently. Tyson, Fury. if 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 any of our listeners are interested in Tyson Fury Wilder fight, that was an amazing fight. Can I just say I hate the fact that there's loads of people around here. Isn't yeah, what bastards come into a pub and sitting in a place? Place. place? Do they know who we are? C- public place. <laughs> yeah, just... we get Dicky Anders on here. Now we'll be have like a, a perimeter. Oh, I was going to say actually, because I have also been talking to the ex uh, controller of XFM Radio, Andrew Phillips, who may or may not be featured as a guest, but I spoke to and him. And let me just give context to the show. I'm scared of Andrew Phillips. What? That's, if you can't remember him, that's who he is. I, um, yeah. I've, been in t- I've been in discussion with him, and he's a lovely chap, may I say, a lovely Australian fella. Miles has we- been in discussion. I haven't. Yeah, he's a lovely guy, though, and uh, I can't wait to get him on the show and, and pick his brains on uh, some of his favourite moments Claire Sturgis apparently has recently done uh, like an episode of um, this country podcast I can say without us having properly contacted her and stuff I reckon we'll get Claire Sturgis on the show yeah. I'm, I'm being a bit 
bit presumptuous. There, but well, we'll get close um, to But no, apparently she did have a quote and said, um, Chris was, um, Carl was actually behaving a bit like dafter than than in reality, like when he was on the show. Yeah, that's definitely because. And I, I, that's an interesting quote from Claire. If you listen to series one, Carl speaks like what I would call a normal person. Now, in series two, three, four that we're discussing now, Carl deliberately leaves more pauses. He he doesn't speak as a normal person. Who, Carl? Carl doesn't... He deliberately tries to not say... Do you uh, think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He it's it's interesting hearing him now, though, because he's so... He's so confident now talking, and he's very. But he happy always with... was. He never no, I know, got but, nervous. No, but he, it, he's like... clearly a much more intelligent person than he is now. Like as 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 Ricky says, you did all your learning up to up to twelve. Well, says, yeah. yeah, but I'm still picking bits up. <laughs> I don't know where that quote's from. I can't. Think. It is well. You could take it from me. It was an actual quote, Gary. I believe FLJS will confirm it. Oh, and have for... slag me off. I don't. I don't want to talk about FLGS too much because you know. Is it is it like isolating other other listeners? I tell you a part of this show I love, I and mean, this is I just got French and Saunders. <laughs> That's one of my favourite. It's in there. Is it? yeah. Should we do our favourite quotes? Yes, yeah, do our favourite quotes. Why not? Why not? And I, need um, a, I need a week. All right, we'll get onto that. Uh, that's piss. something to look forward to, listeners. Um, and number five. Get your knife out the bag. That, that get your knife out that you got out of your pocket earlier. That is that is funny part of the anaconda chat. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But I, I in general, I'm not. I'm not the huge fan of it that you are. Um, that one of my favourite quotes. Nor can you. Yeah. Like brush your hair. Nor can you. He, he can't brush his hair. He's nor sli- can you. and he's slightly he's trying not to. Uh, uh, he sort of stumbles. A he, bit. he almost laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number four, being quick, quick as memory. Now, shoot, go. Being in our hall and having our dog lick our face. But anyway, what are we doing? That's brilliant. That's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, he, I can't really have, I haven't written down his name, but uh, he'll be listening with the tub of Hagen Dars unless I'm very much mistaken. That's my first favourite oh, quote. No, and the actual quote is Chris Belmont will be watching Stigmata tonight with a tub of Hagen Dars unless I'm not, I'm not much, much mistaken. mistaken. <laughs> if I'm not too much. But I love, he almost, Ricky does that thing where he yeah. deliberately, I think he does this deliberately, he almost trips over his words. Yeah. Unless I'm much mistaken. <laughs> but that's my favourite part of that's Ricky. Bit, yeah. His slurs are somewhere. Um, and number three, it was French and Saunders when they're talking uh, about. Um, yeah. they're talking about it's a, there's an album here with two pigs on the front. <laughs> and it's just yeah. a beat. It's a beat. French and Saunders. It, and, and Steve doesn't even react to it because he knows how offensive it is. But, and uh, <laughs> at, uh, this is my, one of mine. Favorite. And James Taylor. James Taylor? And James Taylor. Why is it's that funny? Steve is that... And James Because it's just, because it's like the most ridiculous thing. JT, I'm in a river full of logs. If you Justin Timberlake. If you could, if you could pick an artist that I'm in a river full of logs does not describe, yeah. it's James Taylor. Yeah. James... Well, they do it in the Christmas episode where they go, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. That's... And when they, his follow-up is great when he goes, they're my nice Victorias. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely bollocks. Lovely bollocks. And <laughs> uh, number two, because uh, you've already taken my Chris Beaumont line. Sorry, man. Uh, it's going to be, uh, we'll bin that, we'll bin that. <laughs> When Carl's just dismissing his features, he'll go, we'll bin that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's, so, he's so... I like... This is a bit of a subtle one. It's not like a punchline joke, but it's like, 
don't say bloody. He's don't such say, a hypocrite. I'll start saying shit and shit and tits and so. And no, Steve says tits. Tits. But like that's how naughty they were back then. I know we. I'm not saying naughty as in those words are naughty in general, but but naughty to do it on a London-based radio station at 12 p.m. Yeah. midday. Midday oh, on, a, just, on a on a Saturday. It's mind-boggling how like they didn't get even I'll more. Say shit and tits. Shit. That's why I want to speak to Andrew Phillips. You want to Andrew Phillips? You want Shall we have a break, Gary, and we'll come back to the rest of the show yeah, after? We haven't got much more to say. Oh, I, no, I've really. got through my work, have we? I've got that much, Gary. No, we. I think this is one of those breaks that are kind of taken three quarters of the way through yeah. our show, rather than a rather than a. But the Justin Timberlake, the Rockbusters one, that is like the peak of Carl's, like the best Rockbuster blusters ever. I don't, I don't think. So. But no, but it's a lot of people's favourite Rockbusters. I've got, I've got. Is it? Yes. How do you know? Uh, because I often see it on like boards and messaging threads, and that where I spend the majority of my time, Gary Forrestal. I spend the majority of my time rocking back and forth in my flat. I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, you haven't seen me rock back and forth <laughs> in dust. <laughs> Your dusty flat of an apartment. It is dusty. This is so sodding typical. We're sitting down now to record the second half of the podcast. And everyone's gone. And everyone's gone. Literally everyone's gone. So you might notice a peak in the in the level of the audio quality, even though the chat wasn't that high. No, it wasn't. Um, I think we're sort of wrapping up here, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think we've said a lot. How, how long did we do? Did you record it? <laughs> we did like three minutes. It, sat, it felt that like was, 40. That was 32 minutes. Okay. Um, do you have anything to bulk out the time? Because I always often like to give listeners a little bit more, like something about maybe up to 40 minutes. One thing I was going to say was that... Because um, you couldn't meet last week, could you? You're at home with your mum and your dad. As I, I certainly wasn't. They never come to my home. And I didn't invite them. <laughs> but no, no they do. My that. dad's coming down soon, actually. But I look forward to that. But, um, Am I going to meet him? Or? You, you can, he wants to meet you. That would be lovely. Why. I think we'd have a jolly good... Lobster and burger together. <laughs> what? I don't know. Are you talking to me? Uh, lobster a, and burger? It's a place in London. Okay. I don't know. Um, I've never what, been. Can I just make this bloody point? Oh, I want to make. Um, one thing I'd say is this show's interesting because I feel this show's kind of like um, <laughs> a watershed show in a way because at the beginning, they're still, at the beginning, they say actually becoming a bit of a producer. And Steve, got, that's Ricky, said, like Carl, actually become a bit of a producer. And um, Steve goes, Carl, yeah. Now, can you imagine that chat? Even 10 episodes yeah. down the line, they would never have said that. They got to the point yeah, yeah, where they yeah, were yeah, slagging yeah. off Carl's producer. Actually, later in this show, Steve says, I can't remember, I haven't written down exactly, but Surprise Steve, me. Steve, Steve says, um, He's not a producer. Like, so this show is interesting because it has both ends. There, yeah. It's the, it starts off how it's been for the first 12, ep- uh, 10 episodes. It's been like, they've been they're quite complimentary of him as a producer. Yeah, like they are. And getting prizes but and stuff. They're start, you're also starting to hear the antagonism that comes towards his production abilities. And, and actually, that is prevalent in the in the end of series two in the, the, the second half the whole second half of series two and the whole of series three and four 
Like yeah. they they yeah, yeah, never yeah. compliment him, but they compliment him at the beginning of yeah, this show. Yeah, that's true. As a producer, but I think also because they and talking about him as a producer, there's that whole bit that we haven't talked about, which is Steve trying to get the ringing in to try and get tickets for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, why haven't we talked about that? That is a classic bit. That's a brilliant bit of the show. To be honest, I think Carl's in the right there. He is 100% in the right. Oh, can I give my favourite line that Carl's ever said? I don't know if we're in down, but I can remember it. And there's you saying not much was happening in this show. I know, yeah. What did I say that? Um... He, Carl spends five solid minutes making good points and, and genuinely true points about yeah. why there is no way on earth the table. you can get tickets. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but you know I do that. <laughs> FLJS, all right. Okay, let me, let me say this. There is no way on earth that I can Gary's give Gary's just waving his hands passionately not, like Mark Como. That I cannot give... Yeah, does Mark Kermo get this shit from Simon... Sometimes. S- Simon Pegg, I was going to say. Simon Pegg. <laughs> Simon Pegg. Giving the rent boy a blowjob. I'm, I'm going to make this point. There is no way on earth I can. There, I could have given you tickets. It's dangerous. There aren't tickets left. There is no way. And then they they go to the break. And he, he literally makes solid... He's like, I cannot get you tickets, Steve. It's ridiculous. And Carl's in the right about that. And Carl, not long enough. And then not Steve goes. Enough, Steve goes. Oh, a bit, a bit of Ricky for Jace. I am going. Go. And then Ricky goes. I am going. And then he goes. No, no, not <laughs> really. <laughs> Carl goes. Do you want some tickets though? <laughs> that is the funniest line Carl has that ever is, said. I think that's the cleverest line and I've also, ever heard Carl it's say. It's a very sharp uh, link as well. Like he, that's just showing his like. But it's such a, it's such a clever. Li- it is because so, that's not prep. prep. Carl has no idea Ricky's going to say that. Like, yeah. It's not like Carl spends five minutes not setting up a joke. Carl's like genuinely, Steve, and he even goes, and he's being serious. He's not joking. He's like, leave it. Do you know? It's yeah, 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 yeah. That's leave true. That's it. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then, but well, Ricky, and then Ricky goes, I'm going, uh, uh, I'm going. Are you? No. Johnson tickets then. That is. But it's also because that's followed up with, um, you know, when he says, uh, to see at night as good as an owl. I'd have to t- the, the that's eyes within have- that section yeah yeah, section, says, yeah you'd have to turn your, your head 360 degrees if only you've cut if only <laughs> Steve Stephen had eyes could. in the back of his head no if only Stephen could turn his so head right round as well and, goes, and then Ricky knows is staring there's all these pot, there's all these memes that are brilliant about here's a picture of Ricky and it's just a ladle because he's such a stirrer <laughs> yeah yeah because he really yeah. is I also like I have to say this is one of my favourite educating Rickies because it's and it's also taken because it's one of my favourites because it shows what Ricky took from the radio days and inserted blindly into his into his stand-up. And he goes, um, you, no, no. It says, it's not his fault. Electric eels have 400 volts in them. No, it says, that's the intellectual equivalent of saying, look away, he's a monster. Run away. But what did he say? He says, he says the he? exact same thing. Oh, really? But not, not in relation to that. It's, it's about something else. But it's like, Ricky took so much stuff from the stand-up to be fair to Ricky on that, and I, like, and I would too. You know, to, if I was a gig, yeah. But to, to be fair to Ricky on that, I would just say that you are entitled to take stuff from your life in general, and that happened in Ricky's life. Forget, yeah, forget know, it being like true. on XFM. It's in Ricky's life that happened. And also, it? we're being hugely critical because we're we're assessing, yeah. you know, the yeah, and so. that's the thing. I'd like to be critical. 
I, we we do this podcast not to venerate, not to not to put on a pedestal, but we do it a genuine criticism. So we we say what we love, we say what we don't, don't love, love so much, us, yeah. and we, you know we we don't we don't slag anyone off. It'd be nice if we had a life, wouldn't it? It'd be nice if we had a life. My friend actually, I've got back and forth in my flat. And that's <laughs> a life. My friend at work recently. Um, uh, I went. And, and he's been listening to the show. You cheating on me? <laughs> he's, he's a have a friend. And we we often have we do like these quote talk about our favourite quotes. He's nearing the end of XFM, and he says, I, "I've deleted the text now." But he said, "This is ridiculous." Is that I'm going to have to listen? I'm going to have to watch Idiot Abroad, listen to the podcasts, watch watch sick of it, and then return back to the podcast. And I text back. I said, "Welcome to my life since 2012." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. But I would say to your friend, just go back to the beginning of the podcast. They are uh, sorry. The ex. Do you mean this show or no? The ex. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back to the beginning of our podcast and be if bored you to li- death. If you like the Ricky Gervais XFM shows, you would love the be details. Bored to death. <laughs> Gary, I'm sick of talking to you, mate. Um, I want to wrap it up, so I will. <laughs> Thanks, um, mate. Yeah. What do you want to call this episode? Um. I don't know, but we'll decide afterwards. Oh, that's good. This is a bit like As Yet Untitled, which is a brilliant show. By the way, I just wanted to... One thing I did want to say. Say it. He, he talks about being karate, and he did, he was one away from black belt. Did you ever do martial arts? Uh, no. I did. Where did you get? Red belt. Is that oh, Where's that on the spectrum? I did Salsado. <laughs> it did, I did. It was so if you, get, if you get cornered in the dark alleyway one night, you'll I go... I literally... You'll, the, you'll, you'll go... I know Sosado. There was one move we did, which was to to block two people doing head kicks at you, and it would never happen. But it was like this, and it was like Gary's now pushing. I'm his pushing hands my hands out like a. But I, yeah. I, it was like, it, it was like the most. It was useless. I was actually, a, actually, to be fair, to, I debate whether karate is is any good in a mugging can situation. Can I just say about Sosado in general? It was very good as a martial art. Like it wasn't. I'm not slagging that off. It was good. It was useful. But I'm just saying now, I would have no idea what I'm did doing. You greet, I, did you greet your participants with the uh, fist and hands? I ripped their heart out and then I <laughs> took it beating heart <laughs> in my <laughs> hand. <laughs> like Bruce Lee. One... <coughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is, we're entering our 40s. <laughs> you are. I'm not. Well, we are. Well. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. We're oh, both yeah. in our 30s. Both in our 30s is the fact. I should also say, um, do listen to the the Office podcast. Uh, there's one um, podcast. I can't remember. Podcast. Yeah, but they might no, give I'm us a listen no, then yeah, as well, and that might be no, quite of course nice. You should, yeah. To get the Office podcast, listen to the Office podcast, listen to listen to. It's called the one. F- listen the to the Stigmata pod- podcast about Stigmata. Stigmata. Can you imagine? Can you imagine why it's the best film ever? I will one day watch these films because I'm a massive film buff, as you know. I thought that was my role. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap up. We so, are going to yeah. But before we go, I just want to put in... Into, we have the D-Chart Spinners Library, which is a Spotify playlist that I uh, update frequently. Gary and I will insert two two songs that uh, we've, we've listened to this week or, you know, maybe have been a part of our lives in some way. I haven't got one this week. I'm just Do you not? Think. I'm going to think as you're doing it. Okay, well, I'm going to put in... And it was quite difficult for me... Um, because I've got two, but I'm going to put this one in. I recently watched Dark Waters, uh, the, the recent Todd Haynes film about the uh, poisoning of the water from the DuPont plant. And uh, and it's a... That's a... It is good. But it, but no, no, it's a but very interesting story about how decades DuPont were basically poisoning the... Um, 
the waters of, of America. And and it's it's a true story. And we've all basically got this toxicity. Tox, toxic element yeah it's called co co6 or something and we're in our system and basically it causes cancers and um and uh and tumors and deformed babies There's a great documentary about the poisoning of flint yeah this is kind of similar to that but it's just basically how corrupt politicians are and at the end of the the film along the across the credits they play the song johnny cash i won't back down which is a cover of the tom petty song and it just sums up everything about this guy's journey, um, who is the, had an amazing journey, and like uncovering the corruption displayed in in in, um, in this place. Uh, and also, that's along with um the oh, I can't remember, it's gone now. It's a brilliant country song. I might play it next week. But yeah, that's going in the library for me. How about you, Gary? Blur song two. Brilliant. Good See you choice. Later. Love it. This has been the Detroit Spinners podcast. Do like and subscribe, and also listen to our sister podcast, Dutch or Otherwise, which we will be recording today, shortly after this, after a couple of refreshments. We shouldn't. We shouldn't give the game away. We should say, "Oh, it's been because because when we get on that podcast, I'm going to say, oh Miles, how have you been? I oh yeah, because this is the first like, like, a, like a, we'll have to pretend that I'll, I might go away for an hour, yeah. come back and have an adventure, and then could you, you do that anyway? Because I <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye bye. See you later.